0: Bueller, 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 Bueller. Wake
1: up!
2: Good morning! Terry Wilson, he's going to throw!
1: Conrad! Touchdown, Kentucky! Touchdown, Kentucky! <laughs> Victory, Kentucky!
2: Like, give your fans what they want, you dinguses. She
1: probably smokes marijuana. Bad Bad girl. They Rubbish! There's buggers over here. <laughs> Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it. Oh! oh!
2: Aaron Harrison, beyond belief!
1: We did it. We beat those British We pastors. beat the British. Second, Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeeding. Just wild. Like, that sounds exhausting.
2: Hello everybody. Happy Monday to you. February 20th, 2023. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalin here to start your week. Hope you had a great weekend. It was a winning weekend for the Wildcats, which means it probably was a wonderful weekend for you. Roush? How you doing? How was your weekend? Talk to me.
1: Oh man, I'm happy to talk to you this morning and I'm not going to, uh, it it was just such a a great Saturday. Some might even call it a perfect Saturday. It was so much fun Um, and a lot of it had to do with uh, kicking Tennessee's teeth in. Uh, I did without any, I, I did successfully maneuver the Hey, I'll stay back and watch the kids and even somehow finesse my way into an entire first half just by myself, watching Kentucky, Tennessee while the baby slept. It was awesome. It was, it was, it was awesome. It was a great tone setter. And in fact, I just, I only just got, a, I don't want to say worried, but I was like, man, I just need to kick everybody out in the second half because that was working for the cats. Uh, gave a bull run there in the second half, but followed that up by, uh, Actually going to the wedding, having a great time. Uh, kids had good time seeing each other. We could to see Brooke's grandfather. Uh, man, it was just all in all. Really, really things were coming up roush. And on top of that, I think I hit every single bet I made on college basketball on Saturday. It's like, what, what, what's happening here? I, I, I didn't know what to do with my hands. It was such a great Saturday. And uh, Scoots, your Hoosiers wanted to ruin it. They tried, but damn it, they, 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 they could not.
0: Oh well, no point in bringing it up if they didn't ruin it.
1: No, but, I mean, they didn't, and it actually made for a fun ending. The Assembly Hall refs got involved. That technical they called on the dude for dunking on Trace Jackson Davis was so soft. I agreed with it. Oh, oh, you agreed with the <laughs> the refs at Assembly Hall.
0: <laughs> you have to, or they won't give you a favorable whistle in the future.
1: It was just like, ooh, things are getting bad for Indiana. Oh, here's a quick t and a 7-0 run for the Hoosiers.
2: It may happen once a season. You can get bit on it every now and then. But it's really high percentage. IU just isn't going to to lose at Assembly Hall. And what Roush is talking about, uh, we hit the KRC parlay. Wow. First time since we've been doing it. What, we're one of four now?
0: Yeah, so so we're even.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, two of them weren't... uh... Weren't the full thirty dollars bets, but we we can. That's we can talk about yeah, that. Yeah, that's true. We can talk. We can talk about that another time. But we finally hit one. Scoots, I, I love the bet. I think it was a smart bet. He just went with Indiana money line. Uh, was the juice amazing? No, the juice wasn't great, but was it theoretically a sure thing? Yes, the game ended up being much closer than I think any of us anticipated. But Indiana still got the win. Roush went with Mississippi State. Pretty much mm-hmm. every bet, bet Roush is included in the in the group parlay, I have not been a huge fan of. I was not a fan of this one. Roush's re- rationale was that Ole Miss stinks. Um, mm-hmm. Kentucky, just beat, Kentucky just beat both teams on the road. They, they seem pretty similar to me. Uh, Mississippi State does have a better record and resume, though. That one was a miracle. <laughs> <laughs> Ole that one, had was in control and looked fine, and then even then it, it went to overtime, didn't it?
1: Yeah, that, and that we needed overtime to be able to to cover because it was it like – our number, yeah. It was within the number like the whole time. Like, God, oh, God, Mississippi State, you guys stink. Thanks for oh, – get the hell out of here. And what do they do? They go to overtime. DJ Jeffries banks into three to put them up five, and then they just kind of hit free throws. Worst free throw team in the SEC just hit their free throws to cover, so – it was awesome. Woo-hoo.
2: And then I went with Providence, which uh, I really liked that number against Villanova. I didn't quite understand it. Providence would get up uh, 9 or 10, and then Villanova would come back, get it to 1 or 2, and then Providence would get back up again. Uh, they were able to cover. So hopefully you're following along with the KRC parlay, but we were able to, 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 scu- to secure a big win. We've been close, but uh, mm-hmm. finally was able to. To bring it home, Scooch. Did you have a good weekend, otherwise, buddy? Besides getting rich off our picks,
0: I did. Yeah, I um, I got to watch my niece on Saturday as my sister and hubs had a date night. So that was a lot of fun. I got to, that was my main goal for this weekend. I needed to see my niece. Needed to see my sister. Didn't get to see my nephews, but hanging out with my niece for a couple hours was a lot of fun. We we had a big old time jumping on the bed, watching. I don't even remember what we were watching. Oh, she watched golf with me for a little bit, so that was a lot of fun. Ooh, but, nice. yeah, it was it was a good weekend. Uh, and it's worth noting, TJ, by the way, that you sent that Providence pick on Friday night. You were prepared for this parlay. You said, I want Providence minus five. By the time we bet it, it actually went off at three and a half. So, kudos to you, bud. You hit the five, too.
2: Thank you, Scoots. Yeah, so I'll, I was looking at it over on – Friday, really, just doing that, hopefully to get Roush's attention and get him to be like, "Hey, all right, I'll, <laughs> I'll look this over, make sure that I'm I'm going to be prepared." Um, no, but I loved I loved that number. I thought that that I, I didn't really understand it. Uh, I will say the game was probably more competitive than I thought it was going to be. Um, Providence it, fun team, to, fun team to watch too. They're fun to bet on.
1: They were up by like it was one of those where I was checking scores and it's like, oh yeah, they're killed, and and that's the part where. Typically, like, college football is my bread and butter when it comes to sports wagering. So, like, I'm used to doing the score checking and being like, oh, man, they're in cruise control. And, you know, that that can typically, like, hold weight for a while. Um, But in college basketball, I mean, that can end in an instant. And so the the Providence game was quite the seesaw of, like, oh, they got this versus, like, oh, crap. Are they going to mess around and let the other team cover? But they did not. They did not mess around. And let him cover. Um, the the one, the couple surprises I have, because along with my rationale, I, you know, know, know what you know. And I mostly know the SEC basketball because I mostly just watch Kentucky. And I I really liked Vandy against Auburn. But it's like, eh, I don't, I don't know about Bruce Pearl and this Auburn team. Uh, well, Vandy goes down and wins at the buzzer. Hits a contested layup. William Robbins at 24-12. and 12. Vandy now on a five-game win streak, uh, the first they've had in eight years. So, Vandy's hot. That game next week's looking a little bit more difficult. Uh, and then the other game that I liked, uh, ter- turns out these games were much more convincing than Mississippi State, was Arkansas over Col- Castleton was Florida. And, uh, I mean, Arkansas just completely dominated him in the second half. 17-2 run to start, 1-20. by 20. Uh, And the guy who replaced Castleton had four points and two boards. So, uh, Florida – trending down ahead of UK's Quad 1 game in Gainesville on Wednesday. But Vandy, uh, looking like more of a difficult Quad 3 game. Uh, they did not have Liam Robbins the last go-around uh, when Kentucky played arguably their best game of the season down at Vanderbilt. Uh, Robbins will be back for the, I guess that's going to be senior night. Yeah, that'll be senior night at Rep Arena. What seniors we got on the docket this year? Uh, is... Do, are there?
2: Well, uh, I think Antonio Reeves could go through celebrations if he wanted to. I think Oscar Sheboy could. Uh, I'm pretty sure Jacob Toppin probably could if he wanted to. Um, but I think all those people also have eligibility for returning year if they want as well. So I, I don't really know how. how I'll
1: handle it. it, yeah. Stoops uh, has just always kind of been like, uh, when in doubt, just let them do their thing. And if they come back, they come back.
2: The easiest – question or the easiest way well i'm being sarcastic already but you could just ask uk and then uk would come back and say we'll get back to you on that and then you probably wouldn't wouldn't ever hear back anything from them but uh you could ask them to see what they've got planned but i I almost would guarantee they'd be like we we don't know we haven't they haven't they haven't made a final decision on that probably know
1: like a week from today but they need to because
2: that's when senior day is uh week from wednesday uh Crazy to think that we've only got we got another we got an additional Monday and Tuesday in February. We got today and we got another Monday. We've got tomorrow Tuesday. We got another Tuesday. Then it's March. Then it's that's it. And it's it's March time, baby. Uh, you feel it with the basketball. You feel it with kind of the buzz around the state, and large part because of the basketball. The weather's been a little bit warmer. Don't know if I'm ready to say fall spring just yet, but we're we're getting there. It's gonna be here. I mean, it's already basically here. Kentucky's got four regular season games left coming off the big road win against Tennessee. And we appreciate you starting your week, starting your morning with Kentucky roll call. Great weekend for myself. Uh, watched a ton of basketball. I'm going to get back to that here in a second. Had St. Rayfield trivia on Saturday night, Ooh, Roush. That was a good fun. time. We did yeah. not win, but we had a lot of fun. I thought we did pretty well, all things, all things considered. Uh, but it was a, a great time seeing a lot of people catching up with some folks and uh, doing trivia, which is always a lot of fun. But the most fun part about the weekend doesn't get better than sweeping Man, your rival, getting really the does opportunity work. to get another ginormous win on the resume. But more importantly, just sweeping your rival. There's, there's nothing more fun than beating those goobers. Oh, At the football game this year, they walked by the UK section and they were the basketball team was showing off their SEC tournament championship and they were talking smack to the UK fans there. And what do you do? It's the it's the slow revenge. It took a good bit of time, but you swept the, the same goobers that were talking talking bleep to you on the field. A lot of fun, mm. huge win for Kentucky. That first half, even despite being undermanned, shorthanded, they just dominated. They, they finally took it to a team, took it to a good team. And while they technically didn't look back, it did get closer in the second half, and we'll talk about that. But, for, but even for 20 minutes, we haven't really seen that. I, I get it for the, the duration of a game, we haven't seen it either, and we've talked a lot about that. But even for 20 minutes, we haven't seen what this U.K. team did to Tennessee in the first half. Roush, last year's Kentucky-Tennessee game, the balls won two out of three, and we're not happy about that, and understandably so. But the one win U.K. did have, it was the first Saturday after Joe B. Hall's passing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was like a noon or a 1 o'clock game, maybe CBS, similar to what Saturday was. And the place was absolutely bumping. Like, the, the atmosphere was amazing. It was in, uh, I think it was in January. Maybe it was early February. But it was during the stretch where Kentucky was playing, like, the best team in the country. looked like one of the best teams in the country. And they just annihilated the Vols. I think UK oh, yeah. hardly missed any shots in the first half. In that game, UK was only up by 14 at half. And it felt like they may have as well been up by 40. Roush, Saturday... This most recent game, UK was up by more. Like they had a better half than what they did last year in the absolute beatdown of the balls. Now the second half didn't go as well, uh, but that first half, twenty points. What was your mood? You're getting to watch the game, stress-free, kid-free, mm-hmm. in a peaceful environment. What's Nick Roush doing after twenty minutes of basketball at Rupp Arena?
1: You've oh answered. man, it was uh, there was there was some a little bit of pacing. Um, some bush lights, um, yeah, a lot of bush lights on Saturday. The the basically that's that's water up there. It flows like the uh, salmon of Capistrano. Um, well but the I, I was actually worried. <laughs> it, it was like man, because part of the good first half, a lot of it was just they didn't give Tennessee second chance looks. And the Vols, like, couldn't catch a cold. I mean, they were bricking everything. Uh, Ziggler and Vescovy were in foul trouble. I I was mostly worried that they didn't build a big enough league because I knew that Tennessee was going to eventually hit some shots in the second half. Uh, And that's kind of how they started. I think they hit threes on two of their first five possessions or something like that. Um, They cut it to 11 really quick. but. What's going on in UK's halftime locker rooms? That's three games in a row where, I mean, fortunately, I think all but one, they've actually been able to win, but what, what the hell's going on in there where they're starting slower than Christmas coming out in the second half?
2: Weirdly enough, in games that they've been down, they've come out in the second half to start games and done well. It's so it's, it's kind of been whatever they've been able to afford or whatever they've needed. They've, well, not needed, but... They've basically just kind of done what, what what they could afford. And if they've been up big, they've come out and they've made some mistakes. Uh, where that Arkansas game, they at least had a good first half. They weren't up big, but they looked good in the first half. Came mm-hmm. out in the second half, had some mistakes, and then and they couldn't afford that one. So that's one exception there. Uh, but yeah, you're, you're right. But that Georgia game, they were down big and then came back and was able to get a four-point lead very quickly. Of course, that ended up not mattering. Uh, This is a weird team, Roush. This is a weird team, easily, I think, the most difficult to understand, to figure out in the Calipari era. Uh, There's been been teams that have certainly been worse. I know this team has been frustrating for a lot of folks, but there's been teams that have been worse. There have obviously been teams that have been better. That goes without saying. But I don't know if there's been a, I just don't know what to expect. I don't know what you're going to get from this group. Uh, And, you know, this could make people happy or optimistic, potentially. I do think it's most comparable fit is that 14 team, though. And people have to remember in 14, March dictates our memories. And that is something we mention on Kentucky Roll Call frequently because it's so true. But you have to remember this time in 14, Kentucky was on the bubble was considered a potential bubble team uh there was times during that january and february it looked like there was no doubt that uk was not going to make the NCAA tournament for back-to-back years and people were not happy about that obviously uk had won the national championship in 12 but people were starting to get frustrated by by the basketball that they were seeing very similar to this year very similar to this year and then if Kentucky in their final four games this season in 2023, if they can take care of the games, they should. They really should go three three and one in the final four games. But even if they were to go two and two and slip up in one, that we're not anticipating. They're in. They 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 should be fine. It's going to take
1: yeah, a the, one. In,
2: it's going to take a one and three, and then a bad SEC tournament loss, one and done in Nashville, or zero oh and four, and similar for them to to not make it. Which with this team to go back to what i'm talking about i nothing really would surprise me they they're they're a hard team to figure out but i do think Roush when trying to compare them i do think the 14 team is probably most comparable because they've gone through a similar trajectory as this team has gone through
1: yeah the um if you're looking for you know uh the the latest in tournament i mean kentucky picked up Three quad one wins last week because AM they improved that much to where that 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 that's how much improved that that win at Rupp arena is. Um, the only difference is actually that 14 team I would say, I would say even struggle more down the stretch. Um, because you, you kind of similarly they had a couple big win streaks. Uh, you they beat they beat Ole Miss at Rup on uh was it a put in by Randall and Everybody was, kind of that was LSU. LSU, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Uh, but like everybody rushed the four. Um, they they immediately put a picture of it at, at the Joe Craft Center. Well, then Kentucky lost two in a row. And I mean they all they ended the season losing three or four. They kind of limped out of there. Um, but they looked good in the SEC tournament, they really built some momentum in the SEC tournament. And after getting their teeth kicked in by Florida. Uh, Had him on the ropes in that championship game. Had to play to win it until James Young fell down. But you did get some late-season confidence from this team because they they really started to play better together. They were more consistent. Um, And I feel like we're slowly starting to get that, although we still uh, have not seen. Wheeler's been out for four games now. Uh, Antonio, or excuse me, CJ Frederick, three games. They missed again Saturday. So you're playing, you're doing the thing you did last year where you're playing with uh, a lineups and team that's shorthanded that's not what you're accustomed to, that's not what you'll be playing with all of March. Now, these guys will be coming off the bench likely when they return. um, But it has allowed for a lot of growth from Chris Livingston this time. He had a double-double, I believe it was his first one of his career. 12 points, 10 rebounds. The dude has become a garbage man, cleaning up uh, buckets. Uh, you know, missed shots around the rim. Uh, the hustle. The I mean, he's he's been so much fun to watch over the last week, and that's why you can't have those fourteen feelings because you're starting to get everybody showing you something. There, there's 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 seemingly now now are they all showing you at the same time? No. But that's also another reason to, to talk yourself into like, well, maybe they can do something if they all start clicking together at the same time and and, and put together, you know, six, seven, eight straight games of, of good basketball.
2: Not impossible. We just uh, we just for this group wanted to be in the conversation, wanted to obviously make the tournament have a chance because this while I do think it gets overblown to some degree about like anybody's got a chance to win there's no dominant teams. Uh, Alabama's pretty pretty dominant. Uh, they're not undefeated obviously, but they're they're pretty dominant. Uh, Purdue has struggled a little bit as of late, but they're obviously a really good team. Uh, there are teams that are are better than other teams, but if you get the right road, upsets happen. We know that all too well unfortunately. Uh, you get into to the tournament and, and and who knows what can happen. And they took a big step to doing that on Saturday. Job not yet completed, but it's a really interesting final four games for UK. You're playing all the teams in in between spots like tied for 3rd to 7th in the SEC or maybe even tied for 6th in the SEC. You're playing the middle of the pack of the conference mm-hmm. and you're playing against teams that are trying to to take your spot in the pecking order of the SEC standings, uh, UK. It's important for this group, in my opinion, to get that double bye in the SEC tournament. Not start your SEC tournament journey until Friday. Um, that's got you got to be a top four seed to be able to do that. Otherwise, you're playing on Thursday, and it makes that road to to getting to Sunday and winning on Sunday that much tougher. If Kentucky goes two and two. They should be fine getting a top four seed, most likely. Mm-hmm. Not a guarantee, but most likely. Right. Uh, if they go three and one, they'll have it locked up. If they go four and zero, oh, they will one hundred percent have the three seed locked up, and maybe even the two seed. Not impossible, but probably unlikely. But you never know. So it, 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 it helps
1: it, having those that the the sweep of Tennessee. Not only is it fun to sweep your rival, but uh, that's who you're tied with at third. So you've got the the tie breaking advantage over them
2: that's huge yeah and you can you can do some more good good stuff with tiebreakers as well Uh, florida you can just guarantee the tiebreaker then but really if you win on wednesday against florida you'll knock them i think you'll be up three games on them with three to play and have the tiebreaker boom you'll you'll check make them they'll be out of the equation auburn they're right in the hunt with you if you can get that win on saturday you'll get the tiebreaker then that will be a you know that'll be a huge deal as well yeah, Auburn's got
1: a tough schedule down the stretch, too. They've got Kentucky, Alabama, and Tennessee to close out the season. And at yeah. Alabama, so. Oh,
2: that is that is very difficult. Is uh, it so SC- losses to be had there. Scoots, what you got?
0: Is SEC 18 conference games correct?
2: Yes. Okay.
0: I was getting confused. Yeah, they- I was looking at the Big Ten standings. They play 20, so I just wanted to make sure.
2: Yeah, I think the Big Ten, they play everybody twice, home and away. Almost. I thought it was everybody, but maybe there's maybe there's one group that they don't.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's 14 teams, so that would be 28 conference games. Or 26 if you played everybody twice.
2: I'm talking about the Big 12. The Big 10 plays 20 conference games?
0: Correct, yeah.
2: Oh, gotcha. Okay. Um, yeah, well, we we'll probably get to that at some point when Texas and Oklahoma join. I don't think that that's out of the, the realm of possibility. Uh, then you'll play Vanderbilt, as Roush mentioned earlier. They're surging. That, that, uh, there's not a – there's if Vandy keeps – it up it's not impossible that they could be in the hunt so you're going to want to win that one obviously and then arkansas game luckily you've got a little bit of a lead on arkansas i think that one's going to be tough to win down there but you can worry about that we've got a little bit of time but if you win the other ones you won't have to worry so much about that one so four big games remaining for kentucky we're going to talk more about their win on saturday against tennessee things got a little tight there in the second half but we'll talk about player performances uh, the game, the X's and O's, and and what's next for UK, as we've already alluded to a little bit. Roush mentioned CJ and Sevier. Will UK get them back? When will they get them back? What will things look like once they do return? We've got a lot to get to. And this is a fun, happy, celebratory Monday mm-hmm. after UK sweeps the stinky, stinky balls. This is Kentucky Roll Call. We're going to talk more about it on your Monday. Okay,
0: the South champion Kentucky yeah. all I do, all I, all I, all I, all all I, I do, do is win, 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 no matter what. Got money on my mind, I can never get it up, and every time I step up in the building, everybody
1: go up. And they stay there. And they say yeah. And they there. The
2: best way to start the week is to get to a Thornton's near you if you're in the Louisville area, southern Indiana as well. There's Thornton's pretty much on every other corner. Popping one today, you'll be impressed by their impressive selection for breakfast sandwiches, uh, or if you're going later in the day, lunch and possibly dinner options. They've got all the snacks you need. If you're ever gearing up for a road trip, make sure Thornton's is an important part to the start, middle, or end of your trip, and download the app, become a Refreshing Rewards member today. We love Thorntons. It's the way to go.
1: It really, really is. Uh, nice hot coffee. Get your Monday off. started off right. And um, I could certainly go for some Thorntons right now. Maybe a donut. Wide Willie. Whew. We'd hit the spot.
2: All of it sounds good to me, just as UK beating Tennessee sounds good. Huge for the old resume and scoots and rouse, you all got it wrong. You picked the you picked the balls. What do you have to say for yourself?
0: I have to say you're welcome. I did it yeah. on purpose. I I reverse Jinxy catted it.
1: Oh. We're two great reverse jinxy cats.
2: Well done. You're well, welcome, uh, well, BB. We well done. No, I've I've been I've done a horrible job picking UK games this year, even going back to to football season. So Felt good to, to to get one correct, Roush. Do you think we see Severe Wheeler or CJ Frederick this week?
1: I think we might see CJ. Still don't know about Severe. Um, the way Jack Pilgrim was talking, and he's been pretty plugged in with the Frederick camp. Um, sounds like he's gonna give it a go this week. So. Uh, maybe we don't see him Wednesday, but I could certainly see Saturday being an option against Auburn, and uh, that, that would be helpful. We or I, 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 no idea, no idea. Uh, I do think ultimately he's going to come back at some point. Uh, and I think Kentucky needs him because for as good as Casey Wallace has been, he had 16, 6 and 6 uh, and went like 30 plus minutes without a turnover. He's been great as the primary ball handler, but taking, you know, playing 39 minutes this week and 38 uh, the other night, like, that's just, I, I think that's why he's struggling from the three-point line. I think his legs aren't in it. He's one of 18 from three since uh, Wheeler went out. I think he needs those extra five to 10 minutes to kind of get his sea legs back, and, hell, even share the court some with Wheeler so he can get some spot-up opportunities because um, – Right now, you know, I mentioned in the first break, getting everybody to kind of click at the same time. As good as Wallace has been playing, they, they really need some of those threes to fall because he's getting open looks. It's not like he's taking bad shots, but it's crazy. Like, he he's missing open threes and then hitting 12 or, you know, 15-foot contested jump shots. So something's just a little off in that department right now. I think, the, I think he needs Wheeler back to just help him rediscover that three-point shooting stroke.
2: Yeah, it's been, it's been nice that he's been able to impact the game in other ways and uh, been able to – obviously you don't really have any other option even if you needed to give him a rest or if even like, hey, you know, you, you're, you're not shooting the ball while well. we're going to opt for better shooters. It's just not a realistic option or possibility because he's your only real point guard that you have on the roster. But he is, there is a sacrifice to his efforts in some of these other areas. And you've seen it in the form of, of his shooting, uh, his outside shooting specifically. And sometimes just his shooting altogether. So that's, a, that's something he's learning and going through. And ultimately, for his long-term development, that's probably going to be better for him. The long-term development won't be at UK. It'll be in the NBA after this season. Uh, but him having to be the lead point guard, take the other team's best defender, top pressure for the length of the court, that will be better for him uh, in the long run. And maybe even for this season to some degree. Uh, but he he's, he's struggling with his shot while he's doing all this. Uh, and as I mentioned, especially his outside shot. But I was impressed with his ability to be able to kind of get inside Hit some tough, contested floater shots mm-hmm. in the elbow in, uh, that sort of deal. Um, that that was, that was better. He was able to get to the line a little bit more. I still think it's somebody that should get to the line a lot more than he does, but he was able to get to the line a little bit more on Saturday. But yeah, no doubt about it, that his outside shot is struggling, uh, and that is making the entire team's outside shooting percentage not be as great, but luckily they're being able to out-rebound opponents and, and find other ways to to get the job done. Uh, this this is just a, a weird team. It's not going to be the last time I say that this week. Not going to be the last time I say that this season. They follow up an 0-2 week with a head-scratching home loss to Arkansas where the second half you just you got punked a little bit, which nobody really likes for that to be the case. And then a just a bad loss on the road to Georgia. It's road mm-hmm. play and conference, it happens, we've seen it uh, somewhat more frequently than we would like in the Calipari era when it comes to the road to road games. And what do they and, and everybody's down and everybody doesn't think there's a chance that that UK is going to be able to to get things back going again. And what do they do? They they have an a impressive 2-0 week. They beat a team that was projected to be in the NCAA tournament on the road in Mississippi State in a game that Kentucky controlled for the most part and then at halftime against a top 10 team in the country, they're up by 20, and they close it out to, to, to have a 2-0 and a whole week. It's a weird team, Roush, um, but this is the exact exact week they needed. And I think almost, you know, hopefully, you hope that that second half against Tennessee could be the epitome of the rest of the season for UK, where, hey, it wasn't the most pretty thing in the world. Tennessee made a run. And I, and I think a lot of people focused on that run that Tennessee went on. You blinked to start the second half, and Tennessee was within striking distance. But it never got within better than eight. It never I don't think it ever got to seven in the second half. I think the closest Tennessee got was eight. That, in its own right, is somewhat impressive. This is a team that just beat the number one team in the country. That I just mentioned in the last segment that if I think there's a dominant team, it's probably Alabama. And Tennessee just beat that team, and then they go on the road just a few days later, and Kentucky's up by 20 in the first half. Tennessee, of course, was going to make a run. They made it relatively early in the second half, and then Kentucky just kept – it was a buffer zone game, Roush. They kept them yeah. an arm's length away. Um, and this Tennessee team that does have Final Four aspirations, I think I'm I'm sold on making Tennessee an early out in my bracket. Oh, yeah. Their I mean,
1: offense has just been –
2: yeah, I'll need to see their their draw. Obviously, that's most important. But most likely, I'll feel pretty confident. I don't know if I'll have them in the second weekend. Uh, they they've just they've got some flaws. But regardless, you know, it's a team that's got expectations. It is a team that does have some talent. They're maybe missing a piece to really be a title contender. You didn't let them. You didn't let them make it too interesting. You didn't let them get to two possessions in this game. And this was a Kentucky team that going into this game was on the right side of the bubble, but on the bubble no less. Uh, and, and you took a, a top-ten team and, and toyed with them a little bit without two important pieces. Now Tennessee was without some people as well. Uh, I, I think Kentucky's piece is probably more important than Tennessee's, but even if you wanted to say they're similar, then fine, whatever. It's a wash. Uh, yeah. And you were able to just do what you wanted with them. So hopefully that's what this the rest of the season looks like that hey it's not going to be perfect but it's still going to be good enough to, to do what we need to do um, or or Roush it'll be another you know the, this this group is uh, they go out on Wednesday and they let a bad Florida team do what they need to do. Hey, you just don't know what this group. And I'm not ready I'm not going to get – I, I tried not to get too low after the 0-2 week, um, although understandably so people were down. I'm not going to try to get too high after this this 2 and a week. And I've got the college basketball itch. I've got the bug. I can't get enough of it. I'm, like, I'm, I'm watching as much as I can. I'm reading all the bracketologies now. I'm reading pretty much if there's just a college basketball article. I'm checking it out. I can't get enough of the sport right now, but I'm not going to allow my, the U.K. affection to get too high. Um, because this team, they'll, they'll, if you're expecting them to do something good, generally they disappoint. If you're expecting them to disappoint, that's when they kind of surprise you and they do something good. So with four games left, all of them are winnable. All of them are losable. I don't know what to expect, but they're in a good spot now. And they did a lot of really, really good mature things on Saturday, even being shorthanded.
1: The I'm with you to a degree because I have at least learned that a team like Tennessee is a better matchup, right? A team that excels with defense and isn't necessarily a high scoring offense like that. That feels like the right format. But it is good to know that Kentucky has the chops to step up for these big moments um, because early in the year, we just didn't see that, right? And how many times had Kentucky had this sort of big opportunity and then just let it slip away. They, they delivered on Saturday. Uh, that wasn't a must-win, but it, it certainly felt like it just from a morale standpoint, right? You, you invited the teams from the 90s back. Like, that was a, okay, this team can, they, they will be in the NCAA tournament, and they can win some games and, and really, you know, take, take, take. Have some fun, have some fun with this. So that I felt like they did take a next step in their development by having a big opportunity and making the most of that moment and not letting it get too big. Like it's really easy to see that 20 point lead start to slip away and to get nervous and to start making mistakes and try to play hero ball. But like you said, every time Tennessee would hit a couple shots. You'd have an Oscar Sheboy dunk, or Chris Livingston. we get gonna put it back. Like they, there was just a lot of stop the bleeding moments that um, really showed some maturity that we haven't seen from Kentucky this entire season. And you know that goes back to not just the fourteen, but the eleven team. The eleven team had to learn some uh, lessons the hard way uh, before they could, they could figure it out. Uh, so uh, n- now Kentucky swept Tennessee in the regular season. Uh do you know what that means for John Calipari teams? You win the national championship or go to a final four? You go to the final four. Yeah. That's uh it's a fact. Uh I think in the history of Kentucky basketball though, like like so it it is a fact for all Calipari teams to to go undefeated in the regular season against Tennessee means a final four. For Kentucky's eight national titles, all of those teams were undefeated against Tennessee as well. So um uh, you know, they might meet him in that, uh, the SEC tournament. But so far, that's that, that beating Tennessee twice is a great sign of good things to come.
2: Well, cross your fingers. Let's hope that it is uh, with this group. So, what this means moving forward, four games left. We've mentioned them um, all winnable, all with this UK team. I don't think, you know, it wouldn't be the most shocking thing in the world if they were to lose, especially with Vanderbilt playing better. And as Roush mentioned, they'll have Liam Robbins this go around when they play Kentucky didn't have him the first he's the minnesota transfer seven foot really gifted offensively uh, obviously at seven feet can block shots i uh, think castleton from florida similar type of player uh, he's given oscar some trouble so that that will be an interesting matchup when that game comes you go four and 0 you're obviously you're getting a double buy in the sec tournament you're obviously in the ncaa tournament and probably in the ballpark for like a six seed potentially what you do in in Nashville is going to matter but you're you're probably in in that in that realm Um, you have a really good SEC tournament I don't think five four is totally I mean you're talking winning out at that point close to winning out at that point I don't think that's out of the realm of possibility you go four and oh and then you go one and one in Nashville you're probably closer to that six range as I'd mentioned you go three and one, you're probably in a similar boat, six seven range somewhere in that ballpark. You go two and two, it'll be the dep- You know, it'll it'll depend what you're doing in the SEC tournament down in Nashville. At that point, I think you're anywhere from an eight to ten seed. Uh, you go one and three, again, so much of it will determine what you do in the SEC tournament. Then you're probably looking, you're back in that eleven. Play in game ten seed maybe if they like your 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 resume a little bit better than the other bracketologists do, uh, but you're in you're in a good spot to make the tournament unless you you really go zero and four to close out the season. So that's I think what's on on the line. You all disagree with any of that or my am I see is, is my seed range off at all?
1: Oh. Think so, and I think there's so much wild variance because of the way college basketball is this year, um, as you alluded to earlier. Like it, it's pretty wide open, pretty wide open. Somebody's gonna take these seeds. I don't care how poorly you think of Kentucky's prospects. I mean, Texas A&M right now is second in the league, but I think they're only like a seven seed right now, maybe. So I think you can climb high if you if you do end up winning out and then going on like if you win nine straight games to close out SEC play you're probably having to beat Alabama in the SEC tournament at some point like it's going to be hard for the committee to not make you a 6 or maybe even a 5 seed right like that that's just the way that somebody's got to take those seeds might as well be the cats
2: yeah and then when you're in when you're in the the situation Kentucky's in we would rather be in the spot that we were in last year. Hey, win this game, you'll get a one. Win this game, you'll you'll get a one. You do this, you'll probably end up a two. It's a more fun position to be in, but there is some unpredictability to all this. That makes it a little bit exciting. And then, as we've now mentioned for, I think, a third time on the show, just get in. So many of us in January were, were would have said, just, just get in. And, you know, I, I don't care so much about the seed it's unavoidable where we're going to talk about it and we want to talk about it and we want to get an idea, but it is just, it is just get in. It's about matchups more than mm-hmm. the number next to your name. Yeah. Uh, and, and we'll hope that UK gets favorable matchups and then you could always get unfavorable matchups, but then upsets happen in college basketball. You never know. Uh, but Kentucky's done, did themselves a huge favor this over just the span of seven days to get themselves in a more comfortable position. As we mentioned, all season, anytime there's been a, hey, this is this is here for the taking, go ahead and just and do it. And make things easier for yourself. And they just would swing and they would miss. And we were kind of sick of coming up short. They finally had a big opportunity and took advantage of it. First time, I think, really this season. They've had nice wins, obviously, but they've been in unexpected spots. This was a spot where, hey, you're at home. It's a team you've already beaten. It really will help your resume. It'll really help your tournament chances. Just win. Just take care of home court. And they finally did it. Uh, but still, with this group, I'm not going to get – I'm not I'm not going to do it, Roush. You can't make me. I'm not going to buy in fully. I am excited, and I'm having fun, but I, I don't know what to expect from this team. I don't know who's going to be healthy with this group, uh, and, and I don't know what you'll see on the road in a, in a game at Florida, in a game that now that they don't have their best player, is one that Kentucky should absolutely win, but we'll see. This team's just been a little too Jekyll and Hyde for me to to fully buy in. But I hope that a turn a corner has been turned and they're and they're ready to uh, play their best basketball because it's the as I mentioned, we're basically near March. It's the time that you need to be playing your mm-hmm. best basketball. And if UK decides to get hot right now, well, it's a good time to do it. And we mentioned the fourteen team. They they got hot at the right moment and made one of the most memorable marches that any UK fan that followed along during that time will ever have. It's it's there for the taking again. Will they do it? Well we we've got about a month of the season, uh a little over a month, hopefully, to to figure it all out.
1: Come on, cats. Keep figuring it out. Keep winning. I'm gonna I'm probably gonna bow all the way back in. I'm I'm feeling very manic um in my fandom. And you know what? That's fine. That's why this thing is fine. So, I, I'm I'm here for the ride. I'm going to be at the highest of highs and the lowest of lows every single game. It does make each game a little more exciting, too, when you're just like, oh, gosh, what team's going to show up? Let's see what they got. That's what I tried to say last week. It's like there's something a little fun about this. It's not the position we want UK
2: basketball to be in. No, it goes without saying, but I'm going to continue to say it. But it's... It, there's, it's a little, a little like because we know it's a solid team or it can be a solid team. Mm-hmm. We've seen enough evidence to know that like this team has talent. They can play with pretty much anybody. There are some matchups better than others. You don't want to go against the most explosive or athletic backcourt in the country. That's not an ideal matchup for Kentucky. But if they try to go with some physical teams that try to grind it out, this team can can grind it out with teams. Uh, they do still have the the reigning national player of the year. And although he hasn't been as dominant as he was during his National Player of the Year campaign, he's still one of the best bigs in the country. Somebody you got to keep an eye on. Uh, so if the if the stars align, you can get healthy, you get the right matchups, they, they can. They can, and that does make it fun. You're right about that. Oh,
1: man. I'm fired up. Fired up. It's a fun time of the year. Scoots, we're, you, you've heard us at our highest of highs. You've heard us at our lowest of lows. Have we? Do you think we found a good groove, a good like, a, or are we going to be, are we going to be let down again?
0: I the one thing I've noticed this season is just the caution. You know, you you all have been extremely cautious after wins for a majority of part or the of the season. Now you have had those wins that you were super high on and and were giddy about, and rightfully so. I I think as a fan. You should be able to act however you want, Roush. If you're happy and excited and feeling good about this team, be happy, excited, and feel good about this team. TJ, if you want to be a little more cautious with things and not get heartbroken in the future or potential heartbroken in the future, you should be able to do that. Everybody should be able to fan however they want to fan. But yeah, the the main thing that I've noticed is just is just caution after after wins. Just you don't want to get your heart broke, which makes sense. you to
2: get. You get nervous about your U of L bet? They got a big win this weekend.
0: Oh, I am. I'm not. Points. I'm not. But that was a huge win for Louisville. I, I thought that could potentially be the case with the. I mean, they had the biggest crowd they had there all season. So that that's not going to happen again. P- people are completely giving up on this team. The only reason they showed up was because of the banner thing. So
1: yeah, I'm. I'm not really worried. Yeah, they of definitely L. don't care about the banner, but they d- do care about the banner. You
2: can't take our memories, but we also really do want a banner up just there. Want this
1: damn banner?
2: That's not a good look, just hanging banners because you finished well in the coaches pull. Like, isn't that kind of embarrassing? Like, if if UK hung a coaches pull banner for every good coaches pull finish, Roush, there'd be no more room left in the in the rafters erupt. Don't so you think that's a little bit of a stretch just to be like, hey, we had a good finish in the coaches' poll, let's hang a banner because of it?
1: Oh, man. I've never uh, – I actually didn't look it up until this weekend, and uh, or until like just now. It, it looks like somebody Photoshopped it. they It's so common. All,
2: all their media members were like, you know, better than we thought it was going to be. I actually – it's kind of grown on me. I wouldn't mind if they kept it that way forever as like – you know, a scarlet letter. Like, you all had a coach on staff pay women to have sex with your players. Like, that's why that banner's gone. And that's why the banner looks a little different now. Is because you had a coach pay prostitutes to come have sex with underage kids in your U L official dormitories. That's why that banner looks a little different. It's not because the NCAA did you dirty. It's not, it's not because, you know, the people are out to get you. It's because you had an employee hire hookers to come sleep with your players. And a lot of people knew about it. A lot of people let it go. Didn't want anything to be done about it. That's why that banner looks a little bit different. However, great win for UofL. Seemed like a fun moment. Seemed like a good night at the Yum Center. Good for them. Uh, that's not Clemson was like squarely on the bubble. That's a terrible loss for them. So if, you know, if, yeah,
1: if yeah. Kentucky, that,
2: that If Kentucky right. gets back into the thick of things on the bubble, uh, that could, that could end up helping bad, bad weekend to be wearing orange in the Commonwealth of Kentucky, but uh, congrats to the cards. They haven't had a lot of good moments. There's one of them. Now the bet between scoots and Trevor, I think it's six to four. Correct. Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and Eastern Michigan just has to get the win. Who they? I think they have Western Michigan this week. You got to oh, get that one. That's
0: Michigan. winnable, yeah, for you,
2: sure. You get you get that one, you're probably safe. But I wouldn't be shocked. U of schedule gets a little bit tougher. They do still have Georgia Tech on the road. They can win that one, although I think on the road they'll probably lose it. And then I bet they'll probably get one in the ACC tournament. I mean, they'll they'll be playing like a 11 seed or a 12 seed. So I wouldn't be shocked if they got one in the ACC tournament. So. I still think Eastern Michigan. You probably want one more just to be totally and completely safe. I,
0: I do. Yeah. I mean, you, you can never have too many. I still see this bet potentially tying, which I think is would be the most hilarious outcome to this bet. It would Be so perfect. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, we'll see. I think I think, I think I mean, I'm I,
2: fine. I think if you get one more, you'll be. I think you'll seven. I don't think it's gonna is is gonna reach for U of L, but I do think they could get to six. So you you, you would want. You would want one more. Uh, good weekend for the local teams. All winners. They haven't been able to say that.
1: This Man, even your Scoozers, Hoosier. Which, by the way, why do did, why did they not foul when they're up three with eight seconds left or whatever? I,
0: I don't like the foul in that situation. I saw you maybe say something on Twitter about that. I, I'm not a foul guy in that situation. If they're going to hit a three and tie it, we'll, we're at home. We'll take our chances in
1: overtime. Or, or you could just foul them and then they shoot two free throws. And then and we ha- a three. and then we have to make free throws, which is not a guarantee. Or you just get the ball in balance with two sec- three seconds left or whatever.
0: Don't hate on my team, Roush. We did what we did. We got the win. Suck it, pal. Every team does it different.
2: <laughs> it is weird, though. This <laughs> that- you in <had> a bad <laughs> yeah. mood, Schuette?
0: No, I'm in a great mood, actually.
2: Good. I have you to go have to work, feisty. which
1: kind of sucks, but. you You mean work. people go to work on Mondays?
2: <laughs> uh, it's President's Day, Ralph.
1: That's true, it's President's Day.
2: I, my my kid's school's closed.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um that that's why uh, yeah, we we got some weird babysitting kind of arrangements today. Um, and yeah, also my wife well, my wife does they do parent teacher conferences, they do them during school hours. I don't parents go to work during school hours.
2: Oh, huh, that's interesting.
1: Yeah, very bizarre.
2: yeah, can you like just behead, my lunch break. I'll go to the school and hear about how big of a little turd my kid is.
1: She also is doing parent-teacher conferences for kids that she's no longer teaching. Like they like rotate classes. So she's done with these classes and they're just going to go on to the next one. So what's what's the point of having a conference with the teacher that your kid's no longer going to be taught by? Makes sense. I guess
2: just a review. Not so much like, a, and this is what we would like to see. The next few weeks, it'll just be, a, this is what we saw, and for your next teacher, do something. You know, I don't care. It's not me. So do whatever you want. Do whatever you want. Yeah, that is weird. Hmm. Not my parent-teacher conferences. Hope everybody's having a great president. Say, Scoots, favorite president?
0: Uh, Abraham Lincoln.
2: Easy. You oh, said wow. during the break, though, that it was Donald Trump. Why are you switching up? Mm,
0: not Donald Trump. Nope. Abraham Lincoln. Not even, not even close.
2: Do you have a number two mm. besides Donald Trump?
0: Who was the fat one? Probably the fat one.
2: Taft. Taft? Yeah, Taft. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Uh, big Taft guy.
2: That's a, a dynamic duo. A lot of people go Lincoln Taft when they're ranking their favorite. Mm. Are, they, well.
0: are they different parties?
2: <laughs> uh, uh, so long ago, I'm sure their parties have changed. <laughs> uh, but I, I would think so, but I'm not 100% sure. I'm totally, totally guessing. All right, let's
1: get to the Thor. Oh, no, we need
2: to take our hour break. Oh, Whoa. Look at that. Whoa.
1: Time flies when you're having fun.
2: It really, really does. All right, uh, we will. We'll do that, and then we'll get to the tax line. See what you all have to say over a fun weekend. College basketball, it's back, baby. This is KRC and the Big X.
0: Over? You say over? I ain't heard no family!
1: Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call.
0: Nothing is over until we decide it is!
1: With Walker and Rosh. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome
2: back at hour number two, Kentucky Roll Call, here on Big X. Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM, TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen On your Monday winning weekend, a lot of fun makes these shows a lot better. We look forward to getting to the Thornton's text line here in just a moment, but do want to tell you about our friends at Shady Rays. Roush at the trivia that I went to over the weekend, a lot of tables do a theme, we did not this year. But one of the themes was a derby theme. Uh, one of the tables had a derby theme. People just dressed up like they were going to the derby. Uh, the gentlemen were wearing their Shady Rays, although I guess the women should have been wearing them too, but they were wearing their hats and stuff like that. They didn't need eyewear, I guess. Uh, but Shady Rays, popular. It's, you don't have to just wear them around derby time. You can wear them to trivia contests for dress-ups, uh, or you can wear them just when you're going to be out in the sun, when you're driving, when you're golfing, when you're fishing, when you're running. If you're outside, you may need your Shady Rays. Check them out. ShadyRays.com. Easy to navigate website. Uh, they've got a lot of specials, a lot of deals, a lot of cool things going on. And you can save 25% on top of all that. Use promo code BIGX at checkout. That's X. 25% off. I was commenting on somebody's Shady Rays. And uh, so one of the people at the table that listens to the show said, oh, yeah, they're sponsor URLs, right? Yeah, and I, I did... I was like, yeah, you could use 25% off with Big X. And somebody at the table who was not a listener was like, it sounds like you've said that a time or two before. I was like, I have. I've, I've said it every day uh, for for probably over a year. I'm not sure how long Shady Rays has been with us, but we're lucky to have them. We love them. And great great product. Happy to sell it. 25% off with promo code Big X. Great sunglasses. I'll be wearing my snow goggles here in uh, two weeks. I'll be gone. About, uh, not this Thursday, but the Thursday after, I'll be hitting the road.
1: Hit the road, Jack. Don't you come back no more, no more, no more, no more.
2: Looks like the high of Keystone, Colorado, when we're going to be there, uh, is like 28 every day. The low in the teens, maybe even single digits. So, going to be going to be chilly in Colorado. One last good chill before the warm-up.
1: Uh ah, ice, ice, baby. I am excited for the warm-up, though. Hopefully, it's nice enough to get outside some with the kids today.
2: It's a fair question wondering why we're going to have, like, seven kids under three years old in um, a cabin where you can't yeah. really go outside because it's going to be too cold.
1: Yeah, yeah, um, which we've discussed previously. I was just like, so what are they going to do the whole time? feels like a, a parent's weekend more so than uh, a kid's day.
2: No, I, I I think I think that's fair. We're 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 gonna make it work. Um, we're gonna have a good time. Gosh darn it, I I, I think it's totally fair. I was kind of hoping that like, hey, first week of March, you can get lucky, get in the forties, maybe even low fifties. I don't think it's totally impossible. Uh, you get up in the mountains though,
1: still, the, still, the mountains still,
2: still very still very cold, <laughs> uh, very 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 cold even into March. So. Uh, We'll, we'll figure it out. We've got a couple, we've got a couple weeks before we get there. And
1: uh, the big thing you just, you know, is just keeping, keeping them healthy, right? Like every time we hang out with one of the nephews, it's just everybody gets sick, you know, like it's one of those things. Keeping, keeping the snot nose from spreading is, is big.
2: Yeah. That's, that's probably, I mean, it's probably just not going to happen realistically. Like, between being on, everybody's going to be on the same airplane too. Being on the same airplane, being in the same mm-hmm. cabin, uh, yeah, something's going to go around. Maybe good news, maybe just maybe irrelevant news as well. Baby was sick all weekend, so maybe that's getting Ooh. maybe she's getting her her out right. of her system,
1: getting ahead of the curve. Exactly. Put, I think, put, put, I think that the thing is how immune systems work.
2: Potentially, potentially. Uh, all right, let's get on over to the Thornton's text line. We do have other news to talk about. UK baseball, they they got the series win. And yeah. I, you know what? That, that's all that really matters. You couldn't afford to not win that series. They dropped game one. The bats went missing in the Batcats. They couldn't get any hits, couldn't get any runs. They were not good on Friday. But the defense was good all weekend, and the offense came to life in, on Saturday and Sunday. They get the series win against Elon Musk. That's okay. You can you, you you want all three, obviously. You want you want to win all of them. Uh, you want to win a shocking little secret about sports. You want to win all your games. But they 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 were able to get the series. They can survive that. They'll be all right. Softball had yeah. another good weekend. I think I was, they dropped. I was the just game. say
1: uh, Derek Terry told uh, uh, according to him the pitcher they faced on Friday had like a one point five nine career ERA. So like that the guy was good. He was he was dealing the sauce. And that's you know it happens right. Like sometimes you just play the best pitcher, and he's on one, and you, you know hard hard to get anything going. But they got the series win correct. Uh, and as you were going to get to uh, UK softball, their pitching was going too. They had uh, I think her you pronounce her last name Schnuver. She set the new UK record for strikeouts with eighteen a in a game and a no hit performance. So pretty awesome, pretty awesome performance in there in Texas.
2: What do they play? Seven. They play seven innings, don't they? So
1: there's only 21 outs to be had. Yeah, yeah. And and the the thing thing that's hard to make that record is a lot of times they just run roll the the opponent. So just even to have as many possibilities is difficult. This was against a top 25 North Texas team, and uh, they got out there with a four nothing win. Nice. I I know they
2: did drop one, uh, but responded well. So good. Good weekend for the Diamond. The Diamond mm-hmm. Cats, softball, and, and the Bat-Cat variety.
1: Not, not great for Kyra Elzey's team, though. They, uh,
2: no, they stink.
1: Yeah, uh, they stink. just got to
2: say it. Uh, Kyra Elzey seems like a, 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 great, a great person, but not doing great as a basketball coach. No, and, they, they lost uh, by
1: 20 to a two-win SEC team.
2: The SEC tournament was great. I, that's history. It's good. But... Got, yeah. that, got an extension for Kyle Elzey. I don't think that ended up being the best thing in the world. And I don't know what you're going to do after this season, but I've given the baseball program a ton of crap, and rightfully so. But the bad, the and I, we, we said all this after last year like you, you had one of the best players, if not the best player in the program's history. And you didn't get a tournament win. You did win the SEC tournament, which was great, but you didn't get a tournament win. Um, I didn't. I didn't really like the direction things were going. I don't know if it's uh, she needs more time, sort of thing, or maybe she's just that she wasn't ready for this position. Obviously, it kind of the way it ended with Matthew Mitchell. It all unfolded where it happened pretty quickly. I don't know what I don't know what it is. Uh, this is something Mitch Barnhart needs to figure out. But there's no reason for UK women's basketball to be this bad, um, to lose to a, a a bandy team that was five games below 500 by 30 yeah. points or whatever it ended yeah. up being yeah it was bad that, that 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 shouldn't happen and i don't know you know mitch's got to make that decision but if he decides to keep her around which my guess is probably what he would do just extended her i don't i don't know what you can do but things got to be better next year transfer portal young talent shines through breaks through i, I don't know but it's bad
1: yeah it's not good yeah. basketball Really, really, really bad.
2: And then Roush, what have, you? Know a lot of people thought we were going to start the show with this today. I think we surprised some folks waiting until hour two to get to it. But alcohol coming to the common fans at UK wow. athletics.
1: You drink the booze, you win at the UK baseball facility. I uh, I joked that it'll finally give me a reason to go to a game, but like I I really can't.
2: Oh, we gotta go from- to a game.
1: Aside from Little League, like I've never gone to a baseball game and not drank a beer and ate a hot dog. Like, what's the point of going to a baseball game if I'm not going to get a beer and a hot dog? Right. So it's exciting. Now it's we, a trial run. Uh, I, we got to put
2: our we got to put our money where our mouth is. We've we've said that like for baseball, for women's basketball, for softball, for for especially these other sports, you will see more people go to the games if they can just have the right to be an adult, to be an adult, to make an adult decision, to, to have that. Uh, what a, what a novel concept, Mitch Barnhart and UK athletics, you're allowing humans to make a human decision. So, so big of you all just the common people too. You don't even have to be super rich to do it anymore, but it's a big deal. We said that this is going to help attendance. So we got to put our money where our mouth is Roush and we got to go to a game. And we're, all unfortunately, going to have to drink about 30 beers between the two of us.
1: That's mm, a real shame. Real shame that we're going to have to do that. But we'll, we're men of our word. We're men of our <laughs> word. We're going to... We should probably wait until the weather gets a little bit nicer. But I'm, I'm also curious because I, I never thought... Like, I thought Mitch Barnhart, it would be an over-my-dead-body sort of thing when it comes to rolling out alcohol to the masses. But... I agree. I I wonder if they were just like, we can't let KPP be empty for another year. We've at least got to give this a shot. And I think overall, like, like that's the the the, the sort of sentiment is, well, if you all aren't Jagaloons, then you'll be able to have it for football and basketball games next fall. So it's the perfect trial run because here's the thing, too. For baseball games, it's like a casual hang, right? Like, I don't think – like, worst case scenario, you, I mean, you're just gonna get a bunch of college kids heckling in the outfield drinking beers. Oh, 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 you mean college kids are gonna be oh, rowdy? Gosh. Like, oh, heaven forbid. So I'm excited. I'm glad they're doing it. I just never, I never thought this would ever happen. I didn't get my hopes up. And, uh, but if there was a way to do it, this is the most sensible salad, Mitch Barnhart way to go about it, right? Yeah. Out on the, the 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 sports that the non-revenue sports.
2: Yeah. No. No. Th- this was like a perfect way to do it for Kentucky. I, I do think the pilot program aspect of it all is uh, slightly offensive, but I'm 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 not gonna get worked up over this. It's not worth it. I do think it's like a little bit like if you can behave yourselves, we'll see how this goes. We're gonna limit it to these two sports. And if you all just don't ruin it, my U of L friend group was like, hey, let's just dress up like redneck UK fans and like, you know, start, start peeing on stuff at the games. Just get super drunk and Mm -hmm. really make a fool of ourselves. I was like, you guys, you all do that enough at your own stadiums and arenas. You keep that trash out of Lexington. We don't need it there. Uh, But no, there is like a little bit like, oh, gee golly, if we can drink and and." behave ourselves uh, then we'll we'll get to get it for the other sports if we're yeah, good I mean,
1: you're, you're they're treating us like children if we're I mean, good at the dentist with my like kid opponent? in potty training it's yeah
2: like... <laughs> whatever though um and it only took mitch barnhart four years to be able to make this happen but that's exactly what it is it was mm-hmm. hey how much longer could we just kind of bs our way through our alcohol policy where rich people could do it but we'd have to make up just these terrible excuses for why the common fans can't do it. I do think the walls were closing in on that sentiment. So one way to do it, and, and, and also nobody was going to go to baseball games this year if the team ends up being what they're projected to be and what people think they're going to be, which is not a very good team. Hopefully they prove us wrong and they, they make some noise. That's what everybody wants with this baseball program. But I think they know that most likely it's going to be pretty empty. So what's one way to get potentially more butts in the seats What's one way to be able to move off of our idiotic stance and policy that we did have? And then one thing I will say, and this isn't as a affirmation or credit to Mitch Barnhart, but like I do bet he hears from people saying, like, I'm so thankful you don't have alcohol. I went to an NFL game once 26 years ago, and I saw somebody throw up, and we don't need that at our stadiums. Like, I, I do bet he hears from people that likes his stance on the policy. Mm-hmm. This is also a way for those people to say, like, hey, most of the money we care about is for football and basketball. We're we're just we're giving you a heads up. We're trying it in baseball and softball. So just so you know, that could mean it's coming down the pipe because we're giving it a test run here. This is your all's heads up that we are doing something. We're maybe making some changes here. And we're just going to see how it goes. We're giving it a chance. We're not committing to anything. So don't freak out. But we are giving it a chance. Because I I do bet he does have to answer to some of those people. There's no way, no way that he doesn't hear more from people that want alcohol and probably hears little comments when he's out in public and probably gets a lot of emails and letters about it. But there is the other side as well. I don't think it's – if you did a vote, I think it's probably 70, 30, probably 80, 20 – but it, this way, it does seem to appease all parties.
1: Yeah, and the part that's always annoyed me about that side of things, it's like, how many places can you go to where their alcohol is not served anymore? I mean, even the movie theaters now, they're serving beer, you know? So, like, I just... Uh, those people always just irked me because it's, it's not like you can just... It's got to be very difficult to live your life still sheltered from being around people who drink. And it's not... They, they, they aren't Satan's spawn walking around with uh, committing devious acts because they're having a couple casual beers while watching a ball game. I mean, it's everywhere. So that, that's a part of that argument that I've never really understood. No, and you'll get people that are idiots when
2: they're drinking and do stupid things when they're drunk. That will happen, but people do stupid things when they're sober too. People do yep. weird things when they're sober. They do creepy things when they're sober. It can happen. Uh, the point is you just got to let people make decisions. You got to be proactive and also reactive where you got you got programs for people to be able to get home. If they drink too much, you, you see that at sporting events. And then secondly, just make sure you have enough security and people that are, hey, this person's being a little unruly. Let's go talk to them. All right. That's the second time they've done something. They're They're out of here. It, make sure you just handle that stuff. It doesn't—you ha- don't have to let it snowball and spiral out of control. But you're right; it's not like just because you give people some beer that there's just this flip mm-hmm. of the switch where it turns into the the zoo.
1: <laughs> and he sort of mooing like a cow. It was really bizarre.
2: Although I bet the zoo is going to be packed today.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I was thinking about taking the kids there, but it's like, God, ah, no, it's going to be crazy. they just a park. You know, a little action at the park.
2: Yeah, but nice weather outside. Right, let's get to the Thornton's text line 1450 UK beats Tennessee. A lot of people have stuff to say about it. Always a more fun, happy, not contentious text line. Where are we at? Let's see here. Between DJ and Billy Richmond in that clip, the arrows' fearlessness. It seems like the Sons of Cal's former players certainly have a toughness about uh, them, reminiscent of those old Memphis teams. Love that. So the big fight that now feels like it's like two weeks ago, DJ Wagner's Camden high school team uh, Mm -hmm. looked like a Camden player. Somebody on DJ's team kind of makes a dirty play, elbow to the face on a screen. The other team reacts, and then DJ's team, specifically DJ, was like, all right, you all are going to react. You're going to get your butt beat. And they go into attack mode. Now, I don't think DJ threw any punches, but he was looking to throw some punches. He was chasing people around. Uh, looked like he wanted all the smoke, as the kids would say. It was a bit, they they don't finish the game. Mm-hmm. As it turns out, both teams, done.
1: Yeah. Said, sorry, teams, your season's over with. No more postseason for you.
2: What an embarrassing, borderline disgraceful decision from the people in charge in New Jersey. Absolutely shameful. You all are jokes of adults. Uh, you all are embarrassments to Americans everywhere as if these people haven't been through enough with all's horrible decision-making during the pandemic. Most likely they missed a season. I don't know which season that would have been. Maybe their sophomore year. That uh, They probably had other seasons impacted, let alone from an athletic standpoint. They've had their academics interrupted. Their kids, they made a mistake. Things got too heated, and now you're going to tell a group of, mo- you know, what, probably a combined 30 kids, maybe more, maybe less, they're just done, that it's over, see you later, all because of the actions of a few. Uh, that's an absolutely clown decision. They should be ashamed of themselves, the fact that they're ending a high school season because of a fight, a fight that really, all things considered, wasn't that bad. That's, uh, that's, well, uh, that's a shame.
1: Did you, did you Did you hear what happened on the same night?
2: Was there a fight in the
1: locker room or something? No, no, no! It was a, another game, like across town. Somebody got stabbed in a fight in a basketball game. So I think, I think the yeah. folks in New Jersey are just trying. To, <laughs> I think they're like, like that, but that's criminal. Like that person should be in jail. Like, yeah, you know, I just don't know it, why you can't play the game without fans in the stands. That would be the easiest way to go about it.
2: Like, there, that, there, boom! Another yeah, great suggestion. It, just, I, I did it, not, I did not hear about the knifing at Yeah, the, the the
1: stabbing was the. I think the uh, they were like, oh god, we got to now we got to do something because this is getting a little out of hand. But um, yeah, just bad play games without fans. There, like it's just what bad the kids things happen. Bad
2: play. things happen. Humans make they they do crimes from time to time uh, and they need to be punished for those crimes it, it really it, it sucks that sucks for them even if you wanted to suspend dj the rest of the year that's fine like i i would disagree with it but a uh, terrible terrible decision to do it and yeah just it's don't let fans be at the games boom like yeah. you know i don't know i don't know the rationale behind like Hey, the players were the ones fighting, but the fans did get involved. It did turn into a big. That's where you know, it got a little thing. out of
1: hand. I thought was when they. Yeah,
2: played. and it that and that war. can be scary in those situations. But uh, I'm just dis- that, that was disappointing, but it is what it is, I suppose. And uh, do I care that now DJ Wagner's been involved in like two viral videos of fights of games that he's been at? No. One in the A.A.U. Uh, don't care in the slightest. I I welcome it.
1: I, oh yeah, very much so. Very
2: much now, so. If he does that stuff in. You know, he, he'll have to know at UK, like, if you do that, you can cost your team a game. You can cost your team a seed, potentially.
1: You and could then, also win them a game that way, too. I, mean, hey, I, like,
2: the, I like the way you think. You,
1: um, the thing that people forget, I, I somebody sent that clip out. I, everybody remembers Cousin just throwing an elbow in Swapshire's face on the ground, but people forget that, like, Cal had to sub out Eric Bledsoe six seconds into that game because he was already, like, getting into it with Louisville players. Like, that's... Some dogs, right there.
2: Yeah, and you know, don't be an idiot. That you got to keep that. You got to keep that stuff in line. But you'd rather have to. You'd rather have to rein that stuff back than try to have to pull it out of a Scalabissier. Like you know. It, you <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. And, I, and I'm not I, trying. to call Stoops him says, "I'd rather say
1: whoa than giddy up." You know, like Gwen Bowden, <laughs> that's got that, that dog never, in him. You know, I've, I
2: don't know if I've ever heard Stoops actually use that phrasing, but I like that. I, yeah. 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 Uh, like Gwen uh, Bowden true.
1: punched it. Virginia Tech player in the face and then had 239 (laughs) rushing yards on him. Like, dog.
2: People forget that. I mean, the fact he wasn't kicked out of that game (laughs) was absolutely wild. And just like the one player we couldn't afford to do something stupid, he's just throwing punches. (laughs) his, His last game in a U.K. jersey, too.
1: Like yeah. what if that
2: that could have been the end of Lynn Bowden's UK era? A, yeah. a punch in the pregame, and that actually would have probably made just as much sense as even what did unfold. Yeah. It just dominating. Either way, uh, that would have
1: been. You want to talk about bad bowl games? If if they didn't have him, that would have been more than this Music City Bowl. Who would have been the quarterback? <sighs> Gosh, I don't even know who his backup was because every. I mean, remember Sawyer Smith was hurt. I mean, it had to be. Shoo! I don't. Was there no another idea.
2: player that they could just put in the Wildcat? That's probably what it That's probably been.
1: what they would have done. It'd been like AJ Rose.
2: <laughs> A Texter says so, riddle me this, guys. The net ranking system was created by the instability to help with transparency as of Friday morning. We're sitting at 40, which is one spot above Providence, which, according to the bracket matrix, is an eight seed. Lenardi has Wisconsin as the last four teams along with Kentucky but Wisconsin's ranked almost 40 spots behind Kentucky in the net rankings make it make sense are the bracket guys projecting based on the remaining games each team has or how they think they will do they're they're doing most of their projections are based on what they see it as today like where things stand yeah, as if yeah. They were they, they, they're something. more
1: uh, rearview mirror thinking
2: and the net the selection committee supposedly does not rank based on net rankings like they, it's an overall resume sort of deal um but it's not like hey we're just going down the net rankings otherwise the net rankings would replace the selection committee so it's uh, it's just it's a tool one, it's it's just one tool they use and then you'll hear some bracketologies people be like no they don't use net for the ranking purposes the only way net comes into equation as is, is as a tiebreaker between like two teams that have identical resumes And even then they may not use it. So they're, they're pretty, the people that know it more than I do are quick to make you remember that like the net is not, not the end all be all. It's just one thing, Uh, which the net, you know, don't get too caught up in it. I I, I think the net matters most just from a quad standpoint and how they do the quad systems and whatnot. Yeah.
1: I think it's mostly there to help organize your resume and make it a little bit cleaner with your quads and all that. But, um, to their the the texture's point like some of that is based on how they Kentucky's performed against other bad teams. I don't I don't have Providence and uh Wisconsin's resume in front of me, but they probably have a lot more really good wins and in maybe fewer losses or something. But that that all it's very fluid texture. So and I, Kentucky climbed all the way up to 33 in the net. That's certainly going to help them out. It's closer to their Kimpom rating. Um and those those wins, or that that win at Texas A and is officially a quad one win now. That got upgraded, and hell if Andy keeps winning, they might even get upgraded to a quad one win on the road. So it's it's very fluid, but you just can't let it be the end all be all when trying to determine where Kentucky's seed line is going to be. Yeah, and it versus Texas A&M,
2: you said at, but I got your point. They right. just moved into a point where the home game for UK Correct. it was it became a quad one win for the Cats. A&M's a a, a good team. Now it, it's it, the quad stuff. UK's resume is really closer to like a 5 or 6 seeds resume um but the South Carolina loss that that really, that, I mean, it, it, it the way that people are acting with this, the seeds is that like the South Carolina, like it's, they don't, they're not saying this, but just the, the way it all cooks out is the South Carolina loss is like a two seed killer, like a two seed line killer, which is that, that probably shouldn't be the case where one loss is like that, but South Carolina is really bad. Yeah, uh, they're a really, there. really bad team. They shouldn't have won a Rupp Arena, even if Kentucky was without Case and Wallace and was without Jacob Toppin, uh, both of which really, really battling and I uh, think UK fans should be proud of. All right, one more text, and then we're going to take our last break. Thank goodness for beer. The Batcats are not going to be fun. I'm friends with a manager, and he said that he had to beg players to come to winter workouts and get reps in the cages or take infield. The only guys that did show up were the new players, none of the veterans. Nothing you did, nothing you didn't know, but Nick has lost the fan base and now the team just so so just about the entire program as whole. Time to be minjigon.
1: Minjigon's pretty good.
2: Hey, they got the series win. That's just stay above water. Um that's all right. I was a little worried that they weren't going to get the series win. A lot of stars in the house on Saturday at the UK. I got the highlights on in the background. Manual mm-hmm. Quickly was the why. That was pretty cool.
1: Had Wondell Robinson there.
2: Oh, I didn't know if I saw that. And then Justin Edwards in the house, Future Cat. Yeah. Obviously, you had all the, uh, the 96, 97, 98 teams.
1: They had a pretty decent turnout. I mean, a lot of those guys are still coaching. But uh, Nazi, Derek Anderson, I the th- burner. I do think we found our secret sauce, though. What's that?
2: Chris Lofton was in the house again.
1: Oh, that is the secret sauce, yeah. Can we just get Chris
2: Lofton to all the UK games this year?
1: Oh, yeah.
2: Our special guest.
1: Also, uh, need to shout out to one of St. X's finest, Cole Bollinger, who plays a role. he, he, he He doesn't do all of the UK Twitter account tweets, but he does most of them. The feels like 98 tweet, I mean, I just was ready to go down and just fight every person wearing Tennessee orange at that moment. Just say, feels like 98 now, yeah, kiss my. Oh, man, I just I was loving it. Found somebody at the wedding that went to grad school at Tennessee. Reminded them how much they sucked. So that was whew, so much fun. By the way, I have
0: a good question time. for you all regarding somebody on Kentucky's bench, but we should take a break first.
2: All right, secondly, Keila Snowden, former UK women's basketball player, uh, she was with Chris Lofton, sitting right behind mm. Tennessee's bench. Are they an item? Many people, like myself, are wondering. It's uh, none of my business, and I certainly don't really care, but I did find it interesting that they were, she lives out in L.A. She's like a movie star, producer, lady person. Um, but that was interesting. All right, Scooch. what's your she question? She does the Let's
1: John Stamos Disney Plus show. Yeah. That's like her... Uh... Yeah, It's right a lot of fun. Scooch, what do you
0: have? I, I'm just curious who the like seven-foot guy, he's got like the gray spot in the front of his hair, is on the bench. I see him almost every game. He's freaking huge.
2: Orlando Antiqua?
0: No, it's he looks like he's maybe in his mid-20s. He could be a manager. You don't know who I'm talking about. He's got dark hair, but then he's got the gray patch in the front. No. Hmm.
2: Is he, is he white?
0: Um, I would say no. (laughs) Okay. He's, he's got lighter skin, but he's, he's looks like he's from another country or something. I don't, maybe I'll reach out to sack. You all don't know sack. I bet sack knows.
2: how far like by cow does he sit? Uh, he like no, he's bench?
0: he's at the other end of the bench. But I always okay. see him when when like Oscar's doing warm ups. He's the guy out there like shoving on him a little bit because he's just a massive human being.
2: He must just be like a student manager.
0: Yeah, must be.
2: Yeah. All right, we'll come back. We'll get as many texts in as we can get. This is Kentucky roll call. Winning Monday edition. Oh, we yeah. go.
0: Can't touch this. Can't touch this. Can't touch
1: this. Break it down. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Justin,
2: what what classic book do you think she should read, or maybe already has to read?
1: Uh, what's the
0: Alfred Hitchcock one? Birds.
2: That ain't a classic book. That's not a.
0: That's a classic book.
2: I don't even know if that is a book. That's clearly like it be, it one be million just a percent movie. identified as a movie. Yeah. <laughs> <I> mean, it, <laughs> before Alfred Hitchcock got
1: his start. on the, you on named the, like the most movie movie ever. He yeah,
0: do I, I don't know. Oh. I'm not a big classic book guy. I, I don't know. I, Harry Potter? Has she read Harry
1: Potter? The best part of that drop, TJ, is that people were just correct that birds is like the most movie movie thing you I mean, imagine that as a book. Like, oh, the birds are terrifying. Like nobody's getting afraid of that. The birds, the book. Yeah, no, it's like imagine reading. And then the birds were
2: swarming, and they can't, And there's a lot of them, and they were these were annoying birds. <laughs> it, it just it wouldn't it wouldn't hit the same scoots. <laughs>
0: I get that now.
2: So let's do it let's do a redo. Welcome back, the final segment of Kentucky Roll Call. Scoots, name a classic book that Drew's daughter should read.
0: I'm gonna go with Harry Potter.
1: That's not
2: a, <laughs> no, you can you, like a classic book.
0: Chicken soup for the soul.
2: My God, Scoots. I don't know
0: you really classic books. I, I don't know classic books. The Cow what, Jumped Over the Moon. What's
2: an old book you read back in the day? Like in 8th grade, 7th grade, freshman year high school. Uh,
1: yeah, I didn't read. Yeah, but you had to for school, didn't you? Unless they teaching you in Pekin. I, I was a big Cliff Notes guy. Yeah, well, what Cliff Notes did you have to read?
0: Have you ever read a book? I re- Yeah, I mean, I read the whole Harry Potter series. I was I was more of a... a... Is,
2: that what, is that what you do to get your degree at Pekin? Just it had, did you read Harry Potter? Check this box. Yep. You did. Here's your here's your high school diploma.
0: Absolutely, yeah, that's it. No, I was I was just always more of a magazine guy. I was like the ESPN magazine. I remember reading a lot of that as a kid. Yeah, I, I wasn't a big book guy.
2: It shows. <laughs> it shows.
1: Suck it, pal. Oh, <laughs> I just love that you can't even name one. You can't even name a book. I can't. They make movies about these all the time. The Invisible Man, 20,000 movies under the sea. How about this? James James and the Giant Peach. The The Great Gatsby. James
0: and the Giant Peach. Does that count?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think Roald Dahl has got his uh, footary classics. Oh, Scooter. Great. Jiminy Christ. (laughs) Willie Wonka (laughs) and the Chocolate Factory. There you you go.
0: I've read that one. (laughs) Yeah.
2: (laughs) <laughs> Dexter, uh says, "Scooch." I'm pretty sure the military keeps Rip in it in business. Our ship store was constantly stocked with those little cans on deployment. By the way, Rip, it's probably just as bad, if not worse, for you than Bang. Hope you all have a great weekend, Levi. I did have a great weekend. Thank you. Ripits. Ripits. Yeah, he said rippets. You I didn't say rippets. rippets. I didn't say rippets. He did. That was my fault. I, I'm sorry. I forgot the name of a crappy energy drink. No offense. <laughs>
1: Texter, on Thornton's text line says Tennessee is fouling on literally every possession. And the refs did the thing, too, where they went from letting him play to calling everything.
2: Yeah, like, just the thing I probably hate the most, just it's being like inconsistent. If
1: just, and, and it wasn't like they just switched at halftime, either. It was like the middle of the first half, and they were like, you know what? We're just going to call hand checks. What? And they called him. And they called
2: him. Uh texture says, I, I joked before the game that, like, I, is there going to be more UK made threes or video reviews? I think the number may have ended up being the same. Uh, not not a lot of either. But um, <laughs>
1: Three. Three made threes yeah. for UK.
2: Glad this game isn't closer because we can't buy a free throw. Yeah, went a little cold there late, unfortunately.
1: Yeah, the li- Livingston missing. Like, when you have the 88% free throw guy go to the line, you want to knock him down. But, Oscar, 10 of 11 from the line. That was That's nice, like- and luckily, Tennessee, they were
2: missing some of their own, and mm-hmm. they just remained the worst layup team in the country. Shout out to them.
1: <laughs> oh, the b- big guy missing the dunk. That was funny.
2: Man, I just I love beating Tennessee. A lot of yeah.
1: fun. Big win. Props to Cal for sweeping Barnes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Rick's had his number. Unlike- not he-
2: anymore. He's not, baby. Texter says. Where are those far cal stands at now? Very stressful second half, but great win. Could definitely use some more guard help out there. And our basketball IQ is suspect at times, but I love the fight. Let's keep it rolling. That's from Artie. Yeah, Artie, I don't, we don't want to do the, the fan base division against each other all the time. There are people out there that have very much made their opinion clear on Cal. That's fine. And then there's other people that are just trying to enjoy the remainder of the season the best they can. I uh, do agree about the basketball IQ. I will say this. Once Tennessee turned up their pressure, UK did a good job of just kind of calming down, relaxing, realizing you've got some time. Uh, you know, Kaysen would get trapped, get double team trapped in that corner and he would just, okay, I can make a pass out of this. I just need to, you know, wait for my, wait for my clearing. And uh, they were able to beat that press after a few miscues early on. But, Tennessee was very clearly like, hey, they don't have the guards. Let's try to speed them up. Let's just put a lot of pressure on them. And at times led to an easy basket for UK, and then other times they were able to get out of it, chew up some clock, and uh, have some solid half-court possessions. So shout-out to them. I thought they did a good job. But I do I do think in the big picture, Artie, you're right.
1: Uh, Texture on the thorns text line says, uh, Alex from Colga here. I don't – H-B-T-M-F-C, C-A-T-S, cats, cats, cats.
0: How about them mf and cats? Uh, got you, got you.
1: So the H-B, I was thinking happy birthday. But, uh, I was right there with you, Alex from
2: Colga. I was pumped up as well. And uh, is this team going to cut down the nets and be national champions? Most likely not. But just give us something to get excited about. Let us have that opening weekend and March Madness and, hell, go a little bit further. Why? Why not? Kirby says there's no whistle quite like the assembly hall whistle. IU getting bailed out left and right, ref being a hero and teeing someone up instead of calling the foul when he dunked on Trace Jackson Davis. Wild stuff. Hopefully UK gets the benefit when it's Tennessee's act comes to rub shortly, uh, but not optimistic. The other refs did fine. It wasn't, I think, like a total uh, just home court advantage whistle, but it was better than it has been in some other games. So I'm happy about that. And, uh, yeah, Scoots will agree about the whistle at assembly.
0: I-, I thought, actually, the refs on Saturday did a tremendous job.
1: Well, of course you did.
2: Tennessee fouls every single possession. Kirby says, Big W, cats. Robert says, Shout out, Salsaritas for catering my wife's surprise par- birthday party. Even got left over bag of highly addictive chips to munch on for the week. Wow, lucky you. And way to go. What a setup for this birthday party. And you even got the little happy birthday banners up there as well. That's so what happens uh, when you get
1: salsarita. It's going to be a classy, classy birthday.
2: Looks like it's in a big garage or a barn. With the weather over the weekend, too, I bet that was real nice. That looks that Robert, you're you're way to go. You look like you're the MVP of the party. The real Man, that looks MVP. so good.
1: The, what uh, was our
2: invite, Robert?
1: Yeah, come on, Robert. I, I I don't want to go back to refs, but I did want to say we were at a bar with the Kansas game on. Some guy was paying attention intently, they were down by, like, 15. It's like, oh, and s- some call got made. It was like, oh, there's what we've been waiting for. Fog Allen, always going to come in clutch. Turns out he was a big Kansas fan. I'm like, dude, you don't, you don't need to sweat it. You're down 15 now. The Fog Allen whistles will will take care of this. And what happens? Kansas ends up winning by, like, 20.
2: Yeah, they won big. Uh, they won big. A guy text uh, in on the Thornton's text line i say a guy because they say i'm that guy that claims severe flopped over and over last year cal is the coach that stays so devoted to his guys that he'll play them no matter what wheeler's a good ball player but for this team to be where they have been all year the case and wallace show has come to fruition Wallace, Livingston, Oscar is the key to success for this group. Guys like Toppin, CJ, Duke Collins are complementary pieces. I'm not sure how you can throw Toppin into the complementary piece category. This team will go as far as they want to go this year, knowing they aren't. there aren't any elite, elite teams. Admittedly, I was one of the fans saying Cal should go, and I still feel that after next year it's time to move on. I hope he sees the success this team can achieve when you – Leg the bet, let the best players play and let go of promises he made to other players earlier in the year and in the past. Sorry for the long text. Yeah, I don't, I don't agree with it all wholeheartedly. I will say though, I find it interesting and I'm not saying you're wrong, Texter, but people are back to like Livingston's got to have the minutes. He's got to have the minutes. And I, I agree, and like you know, a couple weeks ago I said this coaching staff sees something in Livingston, and they're not giving up on it. Now you're starting to see some of the results. He is he is playing well. Uh, Kentucky needs him to play well. I think he's probably only going to get better. That's good news for UK. Um, But the truth is, let's just be at full health, and then you can be able to go by game by game basis. There's some games that you're probably going to need some shooting. There's some games that you may need Wheeler to penetrate and get in the lane. There's other games you may need toughness, where you need Livingston to go get rebounds and go help inside. That I just want to be at full strength to have the options, Roush, but Livingston's yeah, yeah. stepping up when they need them.
1: And that was the thing, is like, I, I likened it to like the winning Gabriel starting the whole 2017 season. I mean, there's obviously something there, you were just waiting for the payout, and we've gotten the payout this week. Uh, you're starting to get worried that it wasn't going to happen, but he's come to life at the right time at the right time
2: hopefully only going to get better and sometimes Cal can be too devoted to players I, I i will agree with you there but sometimes there's a payoff to that sometimes it doesn't work but uh we'll see once everybody gets healthy what what he decides to do also i can't also i can't to beat bama in the sec tournament i think you mean to say that you can't wait to beat bama they're frauds they'll shoot their way out of the sec in the NCAA tournaments yes they play a good style of basketball for college nowadays, but they aren't the best team in the country. I think they are. I I do. I I just think Brandon Miller is probably the best player in the country. They're not that they can't lose. They obviously can. And they have, but they're really good. They're really
1: good. Love this text. Yeah. You're not hitting over the top of the net at top golf. I'm here with some gangsters on the tee box and it's not happening.
2: Oh, gangsters on the tee box. Watch out for those guys. Uh, the ones at Louisville, the Nets are much higher, and, and there was a time, though, that they weren't always that high at other locations, um, and I could also just be totally wrong about the whole ordeal, but at Louisville ones, the Louisville ones are freakishly high, uh, I do agree with you, I never never claim that the ones at Louisville could be hit over, although once I got there, I was like, oh my gosh, these are monsters, so they've, I think they've made them higher.
1: Oh, man, we got a doozy of a text here. Hell yeah, a beer and salsa sales. I'll be going to UK baseball games now, even though they stink, maybe even a softball game or three. Fire the Gion,
2: ball. there's no excuse for having a well below average baseball team considering the facility investment
1: and passionate fan base. Yeah, the latter, though, like passionate fan base for baseball is not a, like you have good fans, but like they don't, it's not like this big baseball fan base, UK's big baseball state just waiting to cheer its team on it is a little different there.
2: I do. I think UK baseball, there's a lot of talent and there's a lot of good recruits that come out of the state. And I do think the fan base would support a good team in a pretty impressive way. They just need to be good. They're not going to go watch teams just lose left and right. And then even when there are big series, they show up Um, and the Tennessee one being one example, but just get better. A texture says, I could see UK volleyball and women's basketball playing at Rupp all year. Strong hunch. Hopefully, it'll grow those fan bases this fall. Also, beer sales. Definitely will be beer at those for those games. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I guess that's probably what they're going to ultimately end up having to do. I, I just don't think it'll be great. And I mean, if the teams yeah. are good, you'll get some good crowds. But downtown, dealing with all that stuff, traffic. To go to volleyball, women's basketball—I mean, I, I don't know—but you got to do something. You can't—you got to play the game somewhere. There's not a perfect fix. There's not a perfect solution. So that'll have to do.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, temporary solution. Temporary solution.
2: Uh, they'll go on to say Memorial renovations look absolutely sick. Hopefully it'll keep new fans coming back. Awesome win for the Cats. Went to the game and had no faith going into it. Also wrote the team off in January. Egg on my face, but I believe the team now, and I'm excited for a March run. Looks like there's more to buy in. They have talent and athleticism, but this week they showed they want the one-two on the defensive end, and I didn't think Cal could get that out of them. We've seen it at times but this, at this year, but it feels like they're going to sustain it now. That is, that it's do or die. Also, Livingston has developed so much, run 2014 back, but in the deal this year, go Cats. Let's also remember, again, athletic guards, super fast off the dribble guards. Those are going to be problems for UK. They didn't go, they didn't play against them this week. Um, You don't have to worry about that in a big way against Florida, but it's still a road game. Uh, Auburn, they're a team that is the style of play that has been problematic for UK, and that's the game on Saturday. But I'm not fully buying back in. I'm excited. I'm happy. I'm having fun. I'm supportive. I'm not going to be a negative Nelly. But this team, once you get excited about them, they've let you down. So uh, I'll wait. There's only four games left in the regular season anyways. Sexter says, amazing how a loud minority of BBN and probably lots of non-UK fans can be persuaded by a guy who starts a UK website but never played high school varsity basketball and went to
1: Duke. If There's one thing that um, – yeah. imagine if you only got your takes from people who played varsity sports.
2: Winning heals all the CBS theme song has me in the Kentucky basketball fields again. Our defense looks special today. We look desperate and hungry today, and that's how good teams go far in March. Let's go. The effort was well noticed by everybody, and, yes, CBS just hits different. It's
1: so good. Yeah. So good. So, so, so very good. Sophomore Chris Livingston would be electric if he stays. He's currently playing with so much freedom and confidence. I feel like he'd be a great fit for those guys, too. Um but, you know, that's uh, thinking about next year, not going to do that right now. Going to enjoy this moment. Going to enjoy another win over Tennessee. Hopefully, uh, the high school kids out there are really going to enjoy their postseason runs. That all starts tonight with uh, district tournaments getting underway. So, exciting time of the year for for basketball in the commonwealth. It's slowly but surely happening, but Chris Livingston can
2: still drastically improve his stock, and NBA yeah. teams, they love potential. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm fine with that. Just keep dominating, and if you get drafted because of it, then that's good. It'll probably make this uh, next month and a half more fun. it would be a good text- news
1: for Kentucky's NCAA tournament. Yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah. Word on the street is Roush can outdrive TJ on the golf course, true or false. Absolutely true. He yeah, certainly I can. can s-
1: but it's i not can, consistent, but I can smash the hell out of a golf ball.
2: Yeah, I and I little can little outdrive bit. him from time to time, but yes, when Roush gets a hold of one, it's a, it's a nice yeah. rip. Did intern Jacob ever make any cheddar cheese while working for you guys in the summer? And uh, you got free meals from time to time. Yeah.
0: yeah. Got some bourbon uh, got on here. his way out.
2: Yeah, exactly. John says, good Monday morning, everyone. Yes, it's 1.09 a.m. As I write this text, I'll be back up at 6 a.m. to listen to the show live. This should be a great positive text line. By gosh, by now we've beaten the Vols not once but twice. The Vols are arguably a team that could cut down the nets. I don't think so, John. The Vols are a good team, but we're better. That should say something. I'm telling you guys that we can build on this and we go on a run, so go ahead and place your bets on the Cats to win the national championship. Right now the Cats are plus 6,000, according to DraftKings. There's some serious cash to be made on the Cats because I believe they are a serious contender. Well, it's off to bed, so I can be up at 6 a.m. to catch the best show on Radio Live. Thanks, KRC, for making the mornings great. Got to go talk to you later. Well, thank you, John, for texting in. Thanks to everybody that texted in. We'll put a, uh, a pin right here, and we'll finish the text line up tomorrow. We'll do some trivia Tuesday as well with the Wednesday basketball game. And uh, it's more fun. More fun when the Caps win. Appreciate everybody listening and, and joining in on the show. Have a great Monday. We'll be back on Tuesday, 7 a.m. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 a.m. We'll see you then.